0: Hello oh, and welcome to today's episode of Juicing the Numbers. I am your host, Joshua Tracing. And I am Corwin Heller. And uh, today we're just going to be kind of going over what's been going on in baseball. And Now that the first month of the season is concluded, uh, the last few days of March and April, which I think, you know, that gets lumped together because March doesn't count. Uh, mm-hmm. So we'll just do a little little progress report on where everyone's at. A lot changes very fast at this point in the season. But with uh, us having discussed the NFL to a point of exhaustion and the NHL playoffs still underway with us not having too much to say about it at this point, uh, we figured why not go over where things are currently at in the MLB.
1: Perfect. I'm all in. Let's do it.
0: Kick us off. Uh, you want? Where do you want to start with this, Corwin? You want to start with um, some uh, standings?
1: Yeah, let's do standings.
0: All right. So let me pull up the standings on MLB's app. If anyone here out there does not have MLB at bat, it is a wonderful app, and I love it. Um, all right. AL East, just because it's always at the top. We have Tampa Bay 20 and 11 followed by the Yankees at 17 and 13, Toronto at 14 and 17, Boston at 14 and 18 and Baltimore at 11 and 21 and if those numbers sound weird it's because as usual we're recording the Friday before this airs so Friday uh, May 3rd and the games have not yet commenced It's 5:30 p.m. on the East Coast Corwin what do you think of these standings for the AL East?
1: Um absolutely fucking hilarious
0: (laughs) yeah this is this is outside of the uh the the last place team this is comical
1: yeah I mean the Rays being in first is hilarious the Red Sox being in fourth is even funnier and the Blue Jays not being absolutely you know hard is a nice
0: surprise yeah, they they were 14 they were 500 up until this recent series with the Angels when they got swept, which is actually kind of cool, but then they mm-hmm. got swept and you know, here we are. Uh y- y- yeah, what do you think about I I know I am Yankees fan number 1 over here, but what do you think about the fact that the um Triple A to Double A team they're trotting out is managed a sub a, um over 500 records so far. On a West um. Coast trip nonetheless.
1: It makes me really happy that I picked them to win the World Series this year because they look fucking incredible compared to, you know, like because the fact that they're putting out a Triple A team, they look incredible. Like they're going to be brutal when they're healthy.
0: Yeah, this is one of the grittiest teams I think I've ever watched. Um, it's been so, so grit. frustrating. Grit. A, lot, a lot of grit, a lot, a lot of lunch pale dudes out there, you know. Brett Garner's lot of Brett Gardner's, dude. It's a team of Brett Gardner's. They all need to shave their head in solidarity, but then they'd look like skinheads. Um,
1: real gym rat type of uh, team, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, first one's speedy. in, last one's out. <laughs> Deceptively speedy. That's Deceptively a good one. I forgot speedy. about that one. Yeah. Yeah, real heart and hustle guys. Real character guys. Um <laughs> So that that's surprising. There's not too much to say about it other than they seem to be getting by. You know, pitching's been fine. Um, Tampa Bay. I'm not super surprised. Typically, pitching heavy teams or pitching dependent teams tend to start off the season better because everyone's healthy. And then when people stop being so healthy, it kind of goes off the rails. Like uh, the Mets last season when they started off like ten and one. Also, the Red Sox last season when they started off seventeen and two. Granted, the Red Sox had much better hitting as well but their pitching last season sure. was weirdly phenomenal. Um so I'm not 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 this year as we'll get into. Um so I'm not expecting 645 win percent is is way too high to last an entire season, but I don't think yeah. it's um it, it it's so I think they're for real is what I'm trying to say. I think they're for real, but I don't think that right. they're this for real.
1: Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean and I'm with you 100%.
0: Uh, what um, do you think about Boston? Do you think... Th- oh, sorry. Let me uh, go about ahead the with Rays. the Rays. Yeah, go ahead. I, 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 yeah, I didn't give you a chance. Go ahead.
1: I am so upset with how well Tyler Glasnow and Austin Meadows have been doing so far this season. It's.
0: I figured maddening. you might say this. Yeah, uh,
1: it like kills me every time I like turn on one of the Rays game and see Glasnow either killing people with his heater or throwing up ridiculous curveballs. I mean Meadows has cooled down since uh, the start of the season, but he was on fire. And it, Chris Archer, man, I, I want to like the guy, but like that trade was so ridiculous and unnecessary that like it's it's
0: just hard to like him. Yeah, but he's on the yep. IL. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, I think
1: he just got added.
0: Uh huh. Sucks. What do you think about Boston being run. as um as, as slow to the start of the season as they have been?
1: Um, I think that to start off the like uh whole Chris sale rumors, like is he basically dying? Like what's going on with him? Like what's going on with the Red Sox pitching was super overblown. Um, and then like 25 more games happened and now it's kind of like, yeah, seriously, like what's going on with their pitching? Cause no one is performing well. I just, I don't know.
0: Well, I, know I mean. A lot of, a lot, of a lot of, AL East fans, um, especially Yankees fans, but several AL East fans said that, you know, like it looked like everyone on the Red Sox was just having a career year last year. And a lot of Red Sox fans are like, who are you fucking jealous? Um, and I maintain that everyone on the Red Sox had a career year last year. I mean, I don't know how else to yeah. to explain it. I mean, you have people who are notoriously bad or at least notoriously subpar performing at an above average level. Um Ooh. Ooh. Um what,
1: what game do you Chris have?
0: Chris Sale them? leads no oh. get no game actually. I'm yeah, just looking at Chris Sale's right, stats right, right. and I want to read them to you. Um Got gotcha. Chris Sale leads I know he has he's 0 and 5. I didn't realize that 5 losses was the most in baseball right now. Yeah. He leads like, the league in losses. That's a that is rough. What do you think I his uh Well, I'm on uh, yeah, pull him up. I'm going to read them to you anyway. What do you think his ERA is?
1: Um, is it below eight again? It is below eight. All right. Is it below seven?
0: It is below seven.
1: Um, I can guarantee it's definitely not going to be below eight. So I'll say six and a half.
0: Six point three. Yeah. Six point three. Uh, he doesn't actually lead Um. the league in anything. I was wondering if it would, uh, I guess if it was like the highest, it wouldn't show up, up either. But, uh. Thirty innings pitched, he's allowed tw- 32 hits and ten walks. So in thirty innings pitched, he's allowed forty two runners on via his own devices. Uh that's good for a one point four whip. Um he's letting up not good nine point six home runs per nine. Or is that hit-
1: That's Oh sorry, 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 sorry,
0: sorry, sorry, that's per hits nine. per nine. Hits per nine, my bad. Home run per nine, two point one, which is also a career high for him. Still not good. Um nope that's uh that's real fucking bad three walks per nine which isn't crazy for most pitchers but it's pretty bad for him um Mm -hmm. and then 9.6 strikeouts per nine is still like fine like that's yeah yeah, that's good uh uh what's his FIP? that's what i want to know 5.22 which is uh uh, bad That's, that's that's pretty bad that's not a good sign His ERA plus in 2018 was 207. ERA plus is... Uh, 100 is league average. Every point above that means that you are that much percent better than average. So a 150 ERA plus means that you are 50 percent better than your average uh, what starting pitcher or pitcher in general, I should say, not just starter. This season, Chris Sale is so far pitching to a 73 ERA plus, meaning he is 27 percent worse than a replacement level pitcher. And thus far, even though this isn't meant to be a counting stat. He is at negative 0.2 wins above replacement on the season. This is not a good year from Chris Sale so far.
1: Does Chris Davis have a higher war than Chris Sale right now? Yes, he does. Chris Davis has no, he doesn't. He has negative 0.5. Yeah, that's higher. What did Sale have? 0.2?
0: Negative 0.8. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. No, negative 0.2. My bad. My bad. I don't know why I thought... No, you were right. I don't know why I thought negative 0.8. Yeah, it's negative 0.2. So, wow, they are neck and neck right there.
1: Jesus Christ. So, there's a... Pitcher list has this fantasy league called Worst Ball. And basically, um, it's the exact opposite of what you normally have fantasy baseball is. So, basically, you get points for how poorly, you know, a player does, whether it's like Striking out a ton, you know, the lowest batting average gets the most points. You know, you get points for, like, errors and stuff. Uh, Chris Davis went first overall, unsurprisingly. Um, Yeah, shocker. And he was dropped in a baseball league about the worst players, and they were complaining about not drafting Chris Sale. (laughs) That's sad, man. man. Hard to not be romantic about it, you know.
0: Uh, Where do you see these ALE standings one month from now at the conclusion of May? Um, I think it'll
1: be Yankees, Rays, Boston, um, Toronto, and then the Orioles.
0: Yeah, uh, it's interesting. I could see everyone changing positions, and I could see it being literally exactly this. True. Um yeah. Tampa it's going to depend on how their pitching holds up for another month. Not saying that anyone's going to like get hurt or anything, but scouting reports mm-hmm. on pitchers tend to uh get around pretty quickly, especially when you have a fuck ton of relievers who typically specialize in specific pitches, like it's 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 easy to have a scouting report on a guy that throws two pitches. Whereas it's harder to have a scouting right. report on a guy that throws six pitches, which is why relievers tend to have a shorter lifespan in the MLB. Um The Yankees have to get healthy, and if they don't, uh, this month's going to suck a fat wad of cock for them. So they got to figure that they should be getting guys back, but we'll see. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see how Toronto does. They've been talking about shedding some of their pitching in favor of prospects, which, if that happens, they will get worse. If not, with the addition of Vlad Jr., they could see a spark of offensive production. So I could see them kind of going either way. And Boston's such a conundrum, I can't make a good prediction on them. I have no fucking clue what's going to happen with them.
1: I'm real disappointed in Vlad so far. I thought he was going to be Mike Trout incarnate. He is not.
0: Oh, well, you got to give people... I mean, look what everyone was saying friend. about Yohan Mankata last season, you know?
1: Right. Well, I mean, he was really bad for like two years.
0: He was never really he bad. Breakout.
1: He was unlucky. He, was, he had he like was a unlucky. 35% strikeout rate.
0: But the, the thing is, is this is actually interesting, is he had he led the league in called strike threes by, like, a comical amount. And um, so I think the guys at Fangraphs did a look into it, and he had the most borderline strikes called against him in all of MLB. And so everyone was saying, like, this strikeout rate is bad, but it looks like he's also getting fucked for no reason. And so this year his strikeout rate went way down, and they've been doing a dive into, like, how many borderline strikes is he getting, and it's not nearly as many. So, like, it makes his plate discipline look significantly better and gives him better counts to actually work with. So, it's been kind of interesting the Yoan Makata situation.
1: You gotta love the advanced stats.
0: Gotta yeah. oh, dude, I fucking love, love this shit. I love You're not this. Not getting shit. that kind of
1: shit with <laughs> baseball commentary. Dude.
0: Actually, I've I've heard it from baseball. Like some some booths, man. Some booths are all about it. Not the Royals' booth, I'll tell you that. Speaking of the um AL Central, our next one. Currently, we have Minnesota leading the uh, division at nineteen and ten, followed by Cleveland at sixteen and thirteen, the White Sox at fourteen and fifteen, Detroit at thirteen and fifteen, and Kansas City at eleven and twenty-one. Worse than the Royals, and the, than the uh, no, no. Actually, sorry, tied with the um the um uh. Orioles, not Royals, Orioles. Uh, yeah, what do you think about that?
1: I mean, the Twins have been on fire this month. Um, yes, they have. And the Indians have been really bad. Uh, but still, only three games back is, you know, that's a good place to be, especially in the Central. I mean, the White Sox, the Tigers, and the Royals, they're not, you know, they're not great. I mean, Tim Anderson has been great for the White Sox. Um, Boyd has been great for the Tigers. Mondesi has been great for the Royals. But, uh, you know, it's only a handful of good players between those three teams.
0: I think the White Sox could put something together. Um, <sighs> they're just so young. I'm not – they are young. I, I think – I have to have to listen back to what our predictions were. But they've been looking good enough. I could definitely see them being – instead of like a 65 win team, maybe like a 75 80 win team. Like I think that they could float around 500 for a season. I'm not sure the level they they will ever be like competitive competitive this year, but I could see them right. have like a pirates year like like the pirates last year had like a surprisingly mm-hmm. good year at 82 and 80, which is not great, but like that's a fine season.
1: It's a pretty great season for the pirates, you know.
0: Yeah, I I could see I could see the royals god damn, it's the third time I've done this. The White Sox, uh, the White Sox having that kind of season.
1: Yeah, I could absolutely see them being, you know, winning like you said 82 games like the Pirates did, um if, you know, their young guys really spark. Um but you know, we're doing this off of what we see right now. And you know, yeah, very subject still to playing, change like young guys.
0: Yeah, I mean and plus and like Anderson's look what Detroit gonna, did.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, Anderson's not going to be able to keep that up.
0: Oh, no, but I'm going to enjoy it while it's lasting because I love Tim Anderson. <laughs> And I hope he bat flips every time he does anything. I hope he strikes out and flips his bat. I I want it I, all.
1: I drafted him in fantasy last year, and it was just one season too early because he did nothing for me. But uh, you know, I'm glad he put annoying. it together. He's always been a yeah. fun
0: dude. Um, yeah. What do you? I'm not sure I buy the Twins all the way yet. I definitely think that they're a good team. Um, and they'll probably. If they can, if they can capitalize on Corey Kluber's IL stint, they could probably put enough cushion between them and the Indians that they can like ride out the division, kind of like the Indians mm-hmm. did last season. Um, I'm not sure how much I like, like you know, their pitching and their overall depth. Although that could change when Miguel Sano comes up, which I think he's going to in a couple of weeks after his um, after some rehab games. So they're in an interesting spot. I think that they're good. I'm just uh, I'm just not sure where I'm at with the with, with them for a full season yet.
1: I mean, with how hurt the Indians are, they don't really have to be, you know, crazy good to really take this division. Um I mean Kluber and Clev are still gonna be out for quite a while. Our outfield is an absolute joke. Um Ramirez has thankfully kinda of caught up a little bit and uh Lindor's been great, but we just like there's just not a lot of depth on the Indians. At all, uh, well, that, that was so, the issue going
0: into the off season. E- exactly. So,
1: um, I don't know if they can get healthy and stay healthy. It'll be a, a fun race. If not, I think the Twins take it.
0: I think that's fair. Let's go over to the West. We got Houston leading the West at 18 and 14. Seattle right behind them at 18 and 15. Texas 14 and 15. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at 15 and 17. And last place, the Oak. Athletics at fourteen and nineteen. Do you got anything for this guy?
1: Um, I mean, the Astros are really good, and shocker. that's what we expected. Um, athletics pitching sucks really bad, which is what we expected. Not much of a shocker there either. I mean, the Mariners are still playing much better than I expected them to, um, and I mean, we'll see how they hold up. But I think uh, I think the Astros can pretty easily take this one this year.
0: I think I think it's the 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 only reason Seattle is still this no uh, let, me, let me let me rephrase that Seattle's bad and we got fooled because they played a lot of games early so they're eighteen right. and fifteen right now you know a few right. weeks ago they were thirteen and two
1: yeah they've not so been it, good lately in
0: those two weeks they've won five games and lost thirteen of them um, <laughs> that's really fucking bad. So <laughs> this this is the Seattle Mariners we've been expecting. Um, Seattle's trying to win every game like 15 to 10, and uh, it's, it's not going well anymore. <laughs> so this is a less than a surprise, I guess. Yeah, this division is pretty much exactly what we uh, Oakland, I didn't expect to be in last place. I kind of expected Texas to be say. there. Um, but a lot of time for that shit to change. I, I really don't care, give a shit about this division. I think everyone assumed it was going to be Houston followed by whoever you like the most for whatever reason you like them. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's really like Houston followed by your favorite jersey color. Um, and, and You know what? Yep.
1: I bet the Angels are going to take this division once Otani comes back and he starts averaging like one home run a game. It's going to happen.
0: Hang on to that, bud. He's going to need something, I guess. Um, let's go to the National League where the Phillies are winning, are currently leading the NL East at 17 and 13, followed by the Mets at 16 and 15, Atlanta at 15 and 16, the Washington Nationals at 13 and 17, and the Miami Marlins at 9 and 21, the worst record in baseball. What do you think? Yeah, shock, here we are.
1: Um, I don't know. I mean, I like... I liked the Phillies to start out the year. I'm very surprised with how poorly the Nationals have been playing. Um, the Marlins are hilariously bad, as always. Um, and then Mets pitching, hopefully can start to figure it out because uh, the offense has been there.
0: The Mets have just been inconsistent because the offense has been there yeah. some games and then just decimated the other. Like, they got shut out by the That's Rays true. minus a... a, 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 a Noah Syndergaard home run the other day. Like, it was just weird. That was like yesterday, yeah. yeah. It was yesterday, yeah. Uh, I'm um, so
1: glad Syndergaard had a good game because he's had a rough season.
0: Eh, fuck him. I think he's kind of an asshole.
1: Yeah, he's almost definitely an asshole, but I'll root for the guy.
0: I don't root for him. I think he's a cocky motherfucker. I, 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 I don't like him. So you really, don't like really him the for the whole... very
1: reason my, I don't like Mike Messina? <laughs>
0: But I, I, I mean, I don't blame you for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like it's completely flipped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, um, yeah.
0: I didn't like it. I, I, the the turning point for me was um the whole no don't my lat's not torn. I can go throw this game, yeah, that's true. and then he tore his lat even more and just fucked his own team. So so fucking selfish, man. Reverse so fucking Matt selfish. Harvey. Yeah, they uh, fuck them. Um, I'm a little bit surprised that the Mets aren't doing better right now. Um, I'm kinda of a little bit surprised that like the top four teams in the uh NL East aren't doing better right now, but I think they've just played each other a fuck ton. So yeah, I guess been those beating
1: each other up real good.
0: Yeah, I guess those wins and losses have to go somewhere and they've just been relatively evenly distributed. I mean, we're we're a full month into the season and the fourth place team is only four games out, which like isn't exactly. that much. It's uh mm-hmm. I know that I know that the Nationals are sporting a four hundred thirty three win percent, but with at with only 4 games away from being 500 which is also the same distance that the Phillies are from being 500 for losses it's harder this is this is what we expected the division to be tight mm-hmm.
1: yeah 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 i just um, can't wait to watch more phillies nationals games throughout the season yeah they've
0: they've been fun <laughs> um who do you, do you do you do you see anyone pulling away within this next month
1: um, I'd like to see the Phillies do it, especially with uh, Aaron Nola figuring things out and working it out. Um, that offense still pumping. I'd like to see the Phillies pull away.
0: It's tough to say. Um, I don't think the Mets will only because uh, their pitching's just been so wildly inconsistent and they have still haven't proven the ability to hit at home. And until they do that, I can't pick them as a pull away candidate. But what they're doing right now seems fine, uh, mildly above 500. Um, the Phillies is probably the right call there. I'd like to see Atlanta bounce back a little bit because that's teams fun. But that's it. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're going to be a team to watch just with how young and talented that pitching staff is. Like, once they get, you know, more and more experience like young players do and work out their kinks, I think they could be a, a devastating lineup, especially uh, the next couple of years.
0: So the Marlins won eight games in the month of uh, March and April, right? They have nine wins. They got one of them the other day in, yep. in May. How many wins, over, over under eight wins for the month of May?
1: Ooh, I'm going to say ooh, over under eight wins for the month of May. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the over... Just because there's still like 27 days left, and they already have one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're already, uh, they're already almost there. That
1: and Caleb Smith is a superstar, and I love him. He's been I pitching th- so well. Just All pitch right. him eight times in the next 27 days. Just do it.
0: Oh, the CC Sabathia treatment. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Sorry for anyone's earbuds during our last episode. I apologize. I scared myself <laughs> listening to it at work. So, one of my coworkers, I I I got to the part where I, he got the three thousand strikeout, and I shouted and I had to turn my volume down really quick. And one of my coworkers, I am me. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually about something completely yeah. different, but I was just like, "Fuck!" Like, how do I explain this to to someone I work with? Um. All right, let's just move on to the NL Central here. We got the St. Louis Cardinals leading the division at twenty and twelve, followed by the Chicago Cubs at seventeen and twelve, the Milwaukee Brewers at seventeen and sixteen, the Pittsburgh—I was about to say Steelers—Pirates at fourteen and fourteen, and the Cincinnati Reds at thirteenth and eighteen. Could get fourteen wins and fourteen losses. Oh, well, you know, uh, um, well, give me, give me, give me some takes on this uh, division here, pal.
1: I mean, kind of like the NL East, it's just like it's been a bloodbath between everybody. Like, the Reds are only six and a half games back, which is, you know, not a lot. But they have been real bad. Um, Pirates pitching has kind of fallen apart after they started out phenomenally and kind of fell behind. Um, Their offense is just not good. So I don't see them getting much better until their pitching does. Uh, the Brewers are actually kind of surprising. Um, I thought they'd be doing much better, um, especially with Christian uh who's soon going to be on the IR for a broken back from carrying that team. Um, I thought you were
0: serious at the start of that, and I was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: you know, honestly, for the Pirates' sake, if only. But it, I don't ever want to see a player get hurt, especially one at that caliber. Yeah, especially one um, where
0: you see the highlights every day. Yeah. Uh,
1: the Cubs are the Cubs, and they're just not exciting and not fun to watch, in my opinion, and I don't really care about them.
0: So, Hey, Kyle I Hendricks threw a Maddox today.
1: I watched that game. Um, That's always fun. It was fun. impressive, yeah. 81 pitches.
0: That's wild. Oh, God. So good. Uh, I've,
1: uh, what's up? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna move on, but you can go ahead.
0: Well, what were you we gonna? Oh, I got it. All right. Uh <laughs> yeah. I, this the the first two teams here is St. Louis and Chicago. I think is about what we expected. I think we expected those two teams to be good. I know everyone, not everyone, but there was there was some doubt with with with, with the Cubs as to how they'd be performing since Pakota had them as being a seventy nine win team. I think after all the trades were said and done, so. But this is about what I expected. Milwaukee, I think is surprising on the surface, but not overly surprising when you when you dig into it because they got rather fortunate last season. um, they were one of the teams to adopt the whole bullpenning thing and the whole starter starter thing, but the problem is is if your pitchers don't perform, then your offense has to cover up for it, and their offense is good, but it's tough when your pitching doesn't meet that every every outing. And and like I said, pitching dependent teams can have quick turns. So it's not surprising that they're only one game over 500 for a stretch. Although I would expect them to get much better. Like I would expect this to just be, Mm -hmm. I expect this to be their bottom. I wouldn't expect them to be a sub 500 team for any long stretch of time. I'd expect them to improve from here. But like you know, they just added Gio Gonzalez, so they have more starting pitching because that was one of their problems. So like, I think they're gonna they're gonna improve. Pittsburgh, I think you hit the nail on the fucking head. And uh, Cincinnati has Nick Senzel up now. Hey uh, yo,
1: that's all that they got.
0: Tonight. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there you go, Cincinnati. They have that guy who waved say, at the Mets fans. That's fun.
1: I just want to say how much I love the MLB. For when Vlad Guerrero got called up, and now Nick Senzel got called up, both of those games were the free games of the day.
0: They know what they're doing. I love it. Yeah, they, they, they really they, do.
1: I'm. I don't know why I'm so surprised. Maybe just because the NFL tries so hard to fuck people over. But like I'm was surprised that they would be that like, you know, fan friendly.
0: Now, if only they would get rid of those blackout restrictions.
1: Right. Ugh, it drives me nuts.
0: Who do you see leading this division Actually, you know at what? the end
1: of a month? I'm moving back to Jersey in two days. I get to watch the Pirates again. Hey, I'm look so at that.
0: <laughs> look at that. So who do you think is going to be taking this division or leading this division at the end of the month? Uh,
1: the Cardinals still. I think they're the best all-around team. Um, I think that's fair. They're not really weak in any areas, uh, in my opinion. Uh, that, and I don't really see the Cubs swooping in and taking this. Um The Brewers, I think, have the ability to go on a hot streak uh, a little bit more than the Cubs would. Um, So I could see them at least closing the gap by a good amount. But I definitely still think the Cardinals are going to have this uh, lead for the vast majority of the season.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I I think Cards and Cubs, I could see either one. I don't know what their schedules look like, so this could just come down to a strength of schedule conversation since the Cubs are three wins back no losses um back and three games in hand so i mean in theory they could just make up the games and cover the wins from just games played uh but yeah i mean we have three very good these the, the 1 2 and 3 in this division right now are exactly who we actually every single place in the, in the standings right now is exactly how i would have picked the standings so i'm not surprised here um yeah so I
1: actually i have a non sequitur question shoot uh, but that is completely off topic just because I was thinking about the Cardinals and in turn Matt Carpenter, who is my least favorite player in Major League Baseball, thanks to his just super acute ability to kill the pirates in any, you know, high stress situation. Fair. So I just want to know who was your least favorite player in Major League Baseball?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Well it was David Ortiz for the longest time with uh yeah because the thing is he was so great at at feeding into the rivalry that Mm -hmm. i completely respect boston fans for fucking loving him but i i think they would also respect me for fucking hating him (laughs) um (laughs) right now though mookie's really fucking good but i'm not sure i like hate him because he's not very hateable he's Um, so likable He's he's likable. I still dislike him because he's a Red Sox. Um, right. I don't hate him though. It seems too harsh. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this is that, that that's a good fucking question. Um, fuck, I don't know. Oh, maybe uh, no, no, I have no fucking clue. Who do I actively root against in the MLB? I don't know. Hmm. That's a good. That's a good fucking question. For
1: some reason I could see you not liking Bryce Harper. I don't know why.
0: Uh, I don't have any strong. He spent his whole career in the National League. Like I don't fucking care about him.
1: Yeah, let me take a look. At maybe this, like the Royals teams.
0: pitching staff. <laughs> maybe Brad. <laughs> maybe Brad Keller. Now, you know, fuck Brad Keller. Uh, I mean,
1: it's there's not a ton of hateable guys in MLB. I guess.
0: I mean, like, I dislike, like, everyone on the Red Sox, but maybe, like, especially, like, Andrew Benintendi, I I especially dislike. I don't know. He's got, like, some kind of smug fucking face on him.
1: Uh, I feel like in the NFL there's a ton of just super unlikable players that you kind of have to tolerate because they're on your team or, you know, well, the, things the like NFL that. the NFL lets but you I have like a
0: personality, out. you know? The MLB doesn't have much personality to it, which is what they're trying to fix. Uh, yeah, we yeah. need some
1: good heels in this league.
0: Oh, that's what Bryce Harper does, you know, bowing yeah, and shit. Yeah.
1: Him, like Yasiel Puig.
0: Love Yasiel Puig. Yeah,
1: Joey Votto. Don't know how I could forget him.
0: <laughs> he he's he's like a heel that no one takes seriously, though. Like you know, everyone everyone knows he's just fucking around.
1: He's he's like that uh, drunk uncle that's like, you know what? During Thanksgiving, just let him do his thing, you know.
0: Yeah, just just it let him get honest. it out there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's I'll was, I'll think about it and I'll get back to you.
1: Also, it's on just the topic of heels and uh that kind of like shit. Did you see the uh Felipe Vasquez uh celebration that was after that strikeout? That was wonderful. I that. So if you much haven't fun. seen it, you should look up the Felipe Vasquez celebration after strikeout uh this past week. Uh basically these fans were like Trying to like distract him, and they were like making stupid faces and doing stupid hand motions. And then the very next pitch, he strikes out the su- or uh, strikes out the final batter, and immediately looks towards those fans and just makes this stupid fucking face right back at him. It was perfect.
0: And if you want to see the uh, the 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 worst strikeout celebration by a closer, look up when Aroldis Chapman uh, did like a a somersault tumble. After after a strikeout for a save. It's the least masculine thing I've ever seen Araldis Chapman do, who I think takes some pride in being a tough guy. Uh, I think he did two somersaults. It's really fucking bad. It's not good. It's when he was on the Reds. I think Dusty Baker was the manager still. It's fucking hilarious. Are you looking it up?
1: Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what to search it for.
0: Just look at oh. uh, Araldus Chapman I like Summer I, uh,
1: I see a thumbnail of Araldus Chapman
0: upside down. You, you always add an end to his name I where know. there is not Aroldis. one. Why make this it's harder of, for yourself?
1: I don't know. I like it's something I just picked up at one point, and now I just can't. It's just a habit now. It. Yeah, let me turn my volume off.
0: It's probably a good All call. Right. Probably Staring a good call.
1: Down the batter, one, two count, two outs in the top of the ninth. He's in his setup. This is great. And
0: what the fuck? <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what the fuck is that?
0: I know, right? Like it's like literally childish. What?
1: Like it wasn't impressive. No, there not was at no all. way that would ever be impressive. It wasn't cool. Like, what was the point
0: of that? I think this was like. Is there a year on the YouTube video?
1: Ooh, um, June twenty sixth, two thousand twelve.
0: Because I want to say well, that was his first season in the majors, and he was just like really excited about it.
1: I'm uh, looking him a... up
0: right now. Yeah. Yeah um he came over right to, no 2010 was his first year in the majors then then I just have no explanation for it honestly um it was his first all-star season but yeah I I I don't know man it, it I, I I never watched red games so I don't know if there was a if there was a, a context around that particular save but it, it's it was not a good look man Oh well. Oh well he's, uh, indeed. He's
1: improved since then. I'll give him that. Well,
0: apparently Dusty Baker chewed him the fuck out for doing that shit. Yeah, so, I imagine. Anyway, we have one division left. Let's get through it. We have the NL West currently being led by the LA Dodgers at 20 and 13, followed by the Arizona Diamondbacks at 18 and 13 then the San Diego Padres at 18 and 14 the Colorado Rockies at 15 and 17 and the San Francisco not 49ers Giants at 13 and 18 uh what do you think about this guy
1: um the Dodgers are doing what we expected the Dodgers to do um the Rockies have kind of not been what we expected them and the Diamondbacks have been exactly what we expected them not to do yeah, Just win.
0: Well, I I I think they're currently I think they're, they 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 they've been what the Mariners were to start the season. They're winning a lot of their games by letting up a bunch of runs but scoring even more of them, um which right. I guess if you have to be I think they'll eventually be sub 500, I think, but you know, it doesn't matter right now since they are above it. But if you have to be a mediocre team, I'd rather lose every game 10 to 12 than like 1 to nothing. You know, so fuck it. Enjoy it while it lasts. I'm not sure it's going to, but yeah, have have at it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm super glad the Padres are doing well, too. Um, I kind of expected them to really struggle early on and then find their footing, but they've actually been performing real well. um, Well, their pitching. Their pitching has been a surprise. Yeah, their pitching has been very, very good. Um, Paddock is absolutely unstoppable and i love him
0: there's something special he, about he about texan pitchers i love texan <laughs> pitchers
1: very specific
0: it's true though they all have a kind of a kind of air because you know like nolan ryan like, and you okay. know um even when you have um even nathan Ivaldi, who i'm not a big fan of but like he has a certain kind of presence on the mound Where like you don't fuck with that guy um and I think Paddock has a lot of the same, a lot of that 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 Texan pitcher swagger. Because I think ever since Nolan Ryan, pitching in Texas is kind of a big deal. Like it it it's it's a thing to be a a pitcher from the the Lone Star State. So I think they all have, kind of have a uh a, a swag about him, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was trying to think, like, I was going to ask you what your, like, stereotype Texas pitcher would be, but, like, Nolan Ryan is exactly that.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Cornshaw, I take you through some some batting stats here.
1: Take me on a journey.
0: Who do you think, which team do you think leads the majors in OPS Plus currently?
1: The Dodgers, because Cody Bellinger is carrying them.
0: So the Dodgers are actually tied for fourth with Atlanta of all teams. Okay, okay.
1: It's Can I currently get a being
0: guess? led uh sure, go ahead.
1: Um fuck now I don't know. I'm second guessing myself. Fuck, oh, this I'll is go with like the guess. Brewers.
0: The Brew Crew is where are even are they? They are they're 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 farther down the list. They have an OPS yeah, plus of one oh two, so they're just above average. It's okay. typical it's it's harder for NL teams to be higher up um yeah, just because of pitchers. the the pitchers yeah but there are a few like the Dodgers and the Braves and St. Mm-hmm. Louis and Chicago but the top team is Seattle still 119 uh, OPS that plus been a good guess followed that by should have been
1: my guess cuz they've just been hitting dogs every game
0: that they have that they have um do they lead the league in home runs yes they do 60 yeah. of them uh, followed by the Milwaukee Brewers with 59. Uh, the second place team for OPS plus is the Minnesota Twins, and then the third place team is uh, Houston, Minnesota with a 118 w, um, OPS plus, and the Astros with a 117 OPS plus. Who do you think's at the bottom of this list?
1: Who has the worst OPS plus? I'll say the Reds.
0: Uh, the, you're close. They're second to worst.
1: <laughs> then how about the Marlins?
0: Uh, their fourth worst the the worst team okay. by OPS plus is the San Francisco Giants at 67 Ooh, good one good one. then it's the Cincinnati Reds at 69 and then it's the Cleveland Indians at 70 yeah And they have not yeah, been good
1: they've been exceptionally bad I mean uh, now that Frankie's back and Jose Ramirez is showing signs of life. I don't think it's going to stay that way for very long. Um but outside of those two guys, their offense is quite bad.
0: Yeah, we're still at a point in the season where like one good week from them will put them probably closer to 100 than 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 anything else. So I would I wouldn't be overly oh, yeah. worried. Uh what team do you think leads the league in triples right now?
1: Ooh, uh I'm going to say the Minnesota Twins.
0: No, they are uh, what was it like Somewhere between eight and ten. I don't feel like counting right now.
1: Okay, I know like Jorge Polanco has hit like three or four of them so far. So
0: it is guess. the Kansas City Royals because uh, their whole deal this season is speed. Speed, yeah. Yeah. So they have many, seventeen can, triples. Actually,
1: I'll look it up. I want to see how many Mondesi has.
0: Alberto Mondesi, one of my favorite baseball names.
1: It is pretty great.
0: That's such a baseball name too, Adalberto Mondesi. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. there are three. What?
1: Uh leads the majors right now. What would
0: your guess be for triples? Um I wanna pick someone on the Royals. Is it someone on the Royals? Yes. Is is it is it um what's his fucking face? Um uh, Billy Hamilton?
1: No, we were literally like I looked up Aldobarto Mondesi's stats.
0: <laughs> oh, so I, I thought it you was looked up
1: him. Okay. No no no, I I just looked up his
0: I thought you were trying to trick me, that's why I didn't pick him.
1: No, I was asking uh how many you think he hit so far.
0: Oh, 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 oh. Um uh five. He hit five. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty good at this.
1: And then Jorge <laughs> Polanco has hit four.
0: S, that's, that's fucking crazy, man. Um So yeah, just to finish it out, the uh, Royals have 17, uh, the Rays have 12, and the Rockies have 11, which I guess maybe that makes sense because their outfield's so fucking big. Um, But those are the only teams above 10. And the only teams to not have hit any are Miami and Cleveland. Everyone else has at least one.
1: That sounds very to character right now.
0: Um, Real quick, who do you think has, uh, I already said who has the most home runs. Who do you think has the fewest home runs so far?
1: Um I'll go with the Reds. No, I'll go with the Giants.
0: Uh Giants was a good guess. They are fourth. It's Detroit at 21 home runs on the season. That's really? not, yeah, that's that's uh That's how they okay. the kids say not good.
1: I probably would not have guessed them.
0: Now I have an interesting one for you. Okay. What team do you think leads the league in men left on base? And we could talk about this a little bit.
1: Um fucking... Man, I have no idea. The Yankees?
0: Uh, no. The Yankees are more towards the middle of this list. Uh, It's Atlanta. Atlanta has left 242 men on base, followed by the Mets at 240. So... Now, the reason that's interesting is that men left on base, I mean, basically that means that people got there and then no one was able to drive them in. So your offense had a level of production, but wasn't able to actually drive those runs across. And those are two teams currently vying for that division, uh, but not currently leading it. So it'll be interesting to see if they can figure out a way to improve this particular stat Because this is one of the things I think that leads teams to get fucked the most because it's it's such a killer to see your team get like first and second and then no one scores. You know? Right. Where if you can just get one of those dudes across every now and then, even if you like you have like, you know, or it's like first and third and you can get a sack fly in there, that's a big change. That's a big change. Like this is not Mm -hmm. something you want to lead the league in. So it's good that they're having traffic on the base paths, but I'll be curious to see if this is something that improves Along with these teams' records,
1: I mean, it's not like their offense has been bad all around. They've been having no. a good year.
0: No, both these teams are having decent offensive seasons yeah. um, in terms of hitting, but they're both. Uh, no, I guess the Mets are one game above 500. Uh, Atlanta, I think, is one game below 500 right now. So be, I'm, I'm I'm just wondering if this is going to come into play if uh, should either one of these teams move into first in the division over the Phillies, you know
1: uh it'll be close
0: uh actually it's interesting the bottom three teams in runners left uh, men left left on base the fewest is a tie between Minnesota and San Diego and then it's uh Cincinnati and then it's San Francisco so what i think we're seeing here is it's interesting we have two good offenses between San Diego and Minnesota and then two bad offenses between Cincinnati and San Francisco so hmm. chances are Minnesota and San Diego are actually scoring their runners, <laughs> and uh Cincinnati and San Francisco just aren't getting any runners, <laughs> so
1: they will tonight Senzel baby
0: Woo-hoo. and Nick Senzel uh any other any other offensive stats you'd like to you'd like to hear about before we jump over to team pitching uh strikeouts sure the league leader is wow that's that's not a surprise at all uh seattle 329 most of the majors followed by milwaukee at 314 and san diego at 308 the team struck striking out the least shockingly enough is um the los angeles angels of anaheim 186 followed by minnesota at 214 followed by a tie between oakland and houston at 241 so, yeah, Angels not striking out. No not scoring a bunch turns. of runs, but not striking out either. I guess that's good. Yeah.
1: I read an article the other day about uh, Angels hitter David Fletcher, who I actually have on my fantasy team, which is why I read it. But do you know what his contact rate is?
0: Is it, like, really high or really low? Really high. Contact rate. Um, 85% so
1: so for those of you that don't know contact rate is how often you swing the bat and make contact with the ball regardless of whether it's a hit a foul ball pop fly all that jazz so his contact rate um, let me just look it up for posterity do, 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 do. we should get some Jeopardy music in here even
0: okay. though you're just saying isn't that a Indiana Jones?
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> his contact rate is ninety seven percent.
0: That's really fucking high. That's that that's that, that that that's astronomically elite. high. That is elite. No,
1: like that's that is so far past elite. Like that's I wish they had like a contact rate plus so we could actually see like where he compares. But oh well. That's yeah. all I have
0: to say. How many plate appearances does the guy have? I don't I don't know his name.
1: David Fletcher um, he's been starting pretty consistently for them this year. He has ninety-one at bats.
0: Oh, okay. That 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 is not insignificant.
1: Mm-hmm. Ninety-eight plate appearances.
0: Cool. Yeah. No. Then he's probably on pace to have the 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 whole gambit of them All right. Let's let's yeah. move on to pitching. What team do you cool. think leads MLB in ERA? Um,
1: it was the Pirates for a while. Um, who else has been really great? Uh, fuck, I don't know. Um, The Rays. Okay, that makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah, now their ERA a few weeks ago was, like, one point something. It's now currently 3.07. I've been checking on this every now and then out of curiosity. So 3.7 is still really good, but this is kind of what I said. Like, they started off the season with, like, shutouts galore and winning a bunch of, like, games whatever they scored to one, uh, which is why their ERA was so comically low. So now it's basically doubled, it's still really good, but it's trending upwards. I'm not saying it's going to trend up forever. That's foolish. They're still a very, very good baseball team, chock full of very, very good pitchers. But this is about what I'm expecting. You, you, you tend to see pitching a road a little bit uh, uh, for pitching dependent teams, I should say. Uh in second place is the Cincinnati Reds uh, of all teams with 3.21 ERA and then Toronto at 3.46 the three worst teams Yeah, really real yeah I know, right? Um go Marcus Stroman, he's my guy. The three worst teams know. Um I have I I don't know. I, I haven't kept track no, honestly. You, you go ahead. Baltimore at 5.89, Texas at 549 and Chicago White Sox at 527. no surprises there. And if you moved it down to who has the fourth worst ERA in baseball, it's not the Kansas City Royals. it's not the Oakland Athletics, it's the Milwaukee Brewers 520
1: Oof, Oof that's rough. Where, that's how are it, the athletics
0: on there. Uh, they are uh, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ninth worst with four seventy. Not great, not great at all. Yep, not not ideal. Uh, the team that's given up the most home runs. This is uh, the least surprising Whoa. answer. Yep, it's Baltimore by so <laughs> much. Seventy-four home I runs would, given up.
1: I would be ashamed if you know I did not get that one right. At least.
0: How many how many home runs do you think second place has given up?
1: Uh, 27. All right, so that's no. That's way too low. That's yeah, 20, way too low.
0: 27 is second best in baseball.
1: Yeah, I, that was way too low.
0: <laughs> so 55, um, and that's the Milwaukee Brewers. They've given up a ton of home runs this season.
1: Josh Hader, he's given up like three or four already.
0: Yeah, but that three or four is not bad for one pitcher.
1: Uh, well, for like your... H level closer.
0: Honestly, it's still. I think you'd still take that. Most yeah, of those are going to be so. Most of those are going to be solo shots because of the like. It the, all the the work. just.
1: It all kind of happened like in like a three four game spin like last week. So it's just kind of recent yeah. in the
0: mind. That's what happens, man. When you rely on four seamers, I'm telling you, you can't be a fastball pitcher for life. Hater's still good, and I, I'm going to maintain that he's going to be good all season. But you can't be a four seamer for life. You got to eventually learn a new fucking pitch. Uh anyway, uh the, the three best teams is in a shocking list. The Cincinnati Reds have given up the fewest home runs this season, twenty two. Cleveland Indians have given up twenty seven, and the Pittsburgh Pirates have only given up twenty nine. Those are the three best. the three best in baseball.
1: Um actually not surprised by Cleveland and the Pirates. Um none of the Pirates like all the Pirates pitchers are very soft contact heavy. Um And, I mean, I feel like really only Tyone has given up any big numbers like that this year. But uh, Cleveland, for sure, like their pitching has been great until now, you know, 40% of them are hurt. But, uh, yeah, I am very surprised by the Reds.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I guess their problem really is just hitting. So, that makes sense as to why they're calling up Nick Senzel and try to inject some life into that offense. So... Uh, let's let's do whip, because as a whip's always a fun one. For anyone who is Whipers. unaware, whip is uh, walks and hits per inning pitched. So you take walks, you add hits, and then you divide it by number of innings pitched. This is basically just a way of keeping track of how much traffic is on the bases in a given inning. So um, what's a league average this season is 1.316, which means in one inning you are likely to give up uh, one and a third base runners. So over the course of a, a nine inning game, you know, you would have, uh, one and a third base runners per inning, on on average. So obviously, the higher this number is, the worse it is. You want this number to be low. Which team do you think has the highest WHIP?
1: Um, I'll go out on a limb and say the Orioles.
0: Uh, they are in second. They are in second. The the league leader right now. Is the Texas, Texas Rangers 1.554 okay. walks per, um, Ooh, walks and wow. hits per inning pitch, which if you did that over a nine inning game would be 14 base runners in the game, which is, Ooh, uh, that's bad. that is not good. That yeah. is real bad. Then it comes, then comes Baltimore and then comes Chicago White Sox with again in gotcha. fourth place being Milwaukee. So their problem is pitching, Um. Who do you think, my friend, has the lowest whip? Tampa. Tampa is second, second by a very, very slim margin. It's actually Houston with a 1.040 whip, which if you do that over nine innings is 9.3 base runners uh, in a nine inning game, which is a full five-ish base runners less than Texas would have. And that's a big difference.
1: Yeah, that spread out over 162 games is going to give you quite a bit of a difference in total hits and eventually run scores.
0: I did 4.5. a lot. So let's call the difference between Houston and Texas. Oh, that's a stupid sentence. Let's call the difference between the Astros and the Rangers. Um, four and a half base runners per game over 162 games. That is 729 base Shit. runners.
1: Holy shit.
0: Like, that's so fucking much. That is so fucking much. really, really bad. And that's why whip is an interesting thing to look at because, I mean, base runners, the more base runners you have, the more runs tend to get scored either on you or for you, so you want to limit that damage. Now, an interesting stat to go for in pitching is when we actually just did for batting left on base. Which team do you think has left the fewest runners on base? Um, I
1: guess I'll go Houston.
0: Yeah, it's Houston because they rarely allow them, so they don't have a lot of guys to leave on base. Houston leads right. this category with 165 runners left on base, followed by Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. This is pretty much the whip leaders. If we go down Ooh. to the bottom of this list, uh, it's actually not Texas in this leading in this category. It's now Seattle with 240 runners left on base, followed by Oakland and Colorado, three teams we've seen experience some trouble with pitching this season and that's probably they be- said so they lead this category probably because everyone's on base all the time <laughs> so eventually they're going to be left there whether it's um before runners score or after
1: right um what is the cleveland indians
0: at for left on base uh, They are at 199, tied with the Chicago Cubs. That puts them in the top 10, but again, I don't feel like counting, so I don't know where. Fair enough. Yeah, no one wants to sit here and listen to me count.
1: I am uh, kind of scared to see what their you know, starting five turns into with all these injuries.
0: Well, uh, you did predict that all five of them would go for 200 strikeouts, so... I don't know, Corwin. My, uh, would... Outside of Trevor Bauer, my <laughs> prediction of uh, no Cleveland Indians pitcher finishing top five is looking pretty pretty nice right now outside of Bauer.
1: They were all on pace to do it until they decided not to be healthy enough to play baseball anymore.
0: No one's on pace for shit this early in the season. Fuck out of here we'll with see. that. There's time left. Christian Yelich was on pace for like 90 home runs, all right? Calm, calm, let's calm it down. Yeah, we'll see. Are there any other team pitching stats you would like to hear before we move on?
1: Um no. But yeah, let me hear FIP. I want to hear what team, you know, if anyone's being extremely unlucky in that department.
0: FIP is fielding independent pitching, so you take away uh things like errors and basically anything that involves defense. It's kind of like like almost like the 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 three true outcomes version of era so it's basically just what has what's within the pitchers control um the way they do it is it's 13 as a constant times home runs plus three times walks plus hit by pitches minus two times strikeouts and then all of that divided by innings pitched plus some constant that makes it look more like ERA because without that constant it wouldn't look like ERA. The point is to keep it looking like the other stats that it is often compared to. So the team with the lowest FIP, which is good, you want a low FIP, it's just like just like ERA is 3.36 owned by the Cincinnati Reds, followed by uh 3.39 for the Tampa Bay Rays and 3.57 for the Cleveland Indians. So three teams we've seen appear at the um at the 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 Top of the pitching stats, plenty so far today.
1: Yeah, no surprises there.
0: The three worst teams, again, will be no surprise. It's Baltimore at 6.2, Texas at 5.24, and Milwaukee at 5.03.
1: I'm just looking up the Indians, not the Indians, the Reds starting pitchers.
0: And they're doing all of this with Alex Wood on the IL too.
1: Yeah. So Luis Castillo, uh Tyler Mally, Tyler Male. I think it's oh, Mally. Know,
0: so.
1: Uh Anthony DiScalfani, Sonny Gray, and Tanner Roark.
0: Yeah, I mean those those are ERA those are, are good pitchers.
1: 4.09. Ain't bad.
0: Ain't bad Ain't at bad all.
1: At all. I mean Luis Castillo has a ERA of 1.45. Castillo,
0: my friend, Castillo. Castillo. Right. It's Spanish. With the
1: Spanish names, I don't speak Spanish.
0: But I think we all know that like the two Ls next to each other makes the Y sound. I, I have never. How do you pronounce Spanish. tortilla? Tortilla. Yeah, fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> in all honesty, I have not taken a single year of Spanish in my life.
0: Neither have I.
1: Fuck
0: out of here. Lick my nuggets. When
1: we talk hockey, I'll throw out those French names.
0: Yeah, sure thing, pal. And when we talk about Roman generals, I'll bust out my Latin. Alright. What what player do you think leads the MLB in O War? Offensive wins above replacement?
1: Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, two point eight.
0: Yeah. Uh who do you think leads in D war? Defensive war.
1: Uh, Matt Chapman. Uh, Matt Chapman had that error, so I'll go uh, Simmons on the Angels.
0: Lorenzo Kane. Lorenzo Kane of Milwaukee is one point one Dwar right now. Uh, Cody Bellinger leads the majors in overall wins above replacement at three point eight, so he must not be far behind uh, Lokane if for Dwar. Oh, I guess base running also factors into it somewhere.
1: Can you can you see like the top five of no. those? Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see so much of this is Cody Bellinger right now, like batting average. Cody Bellinger leads it with four point or four twenty five on base. He's at five hundred slugging. He's at eight sixty. Like he's leading the league in everything. Um, who do you think has the most doubles? Cody Bellinger. No, I'm trying to find non Cody Bellinger stats.
1: All right, then I'll go with Jorge Polanco.
0: Paul DeJong of St. Louis. Uh this is going to be this is this is a layup my friend. I'm going to be upset if you don't get this one. Who do you think leads the league in walks? Joey Votto. Oh, pal. Mike Trout.
1: But it's Joey Votto.
0: Yeah, but he's having a rough year. Mike Trout's walked more so far year. than he has in his entire career. He's been walked a ton this season. Well,
1: I'll be honest, I don't I think I've watched one Angels game so far this year, so.
0: I have watched the ones they played them. against the Yankees and that's been it. Um Fair enough. who do you think has the most um fuck these stats are just so specific now <laughs> who do you think has who the, has uh, the who, who's the lowest X woba that's not a, that, that's a, gonna be a fan graphs um stat not not a baseball yeah. reference stat who has the lowest era in the majors right now who
1: the lowest era um is there a innings limit or are we just going to go with like starters
0: um i'm sure there is an innings cutoff somewhere here but um i can tell you this guy's not a starter
1: he's not a starter no oh uh who's been the best uh sean green jane green
0: shane green of the detroit tigers former yankee um oh wait is this guy a starter was i wrong Oh, he is a starter. My bad. Fuck. I didn't realize oh, he was a starter. Um, oh, it's because he was hurt so much last year. No, Zach Davies.
1: Oh, from Milwaukee. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah One point three eight. Uh, who do you think is the most WAR for a pitcher?
1: Uh, Luis Castillo. Castillo.
0: Yeah, Luis Castillo. Uh, two point two. I'm trying to think uh, if there's anything else. Uh, Trevor Bauer has the most innings pitched at forty-seven point seven. Fucking anything else? Marco Gonzalez has left 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 given up the most hits with fifty. Um, yeah, Zach Davies has the highest adjusted ERA plus, which makes sense because he has the lowest ERA. So his ERA plus, he's three seventeen, which is fucking comical. Uh that's in not gonna, that's
1: 32.2 innings for Zach Davies. He's given up five earned runs.
0: Some would say he's having a bomb ass season right now.
1: He he also only has 21 strikeouts in 32 and 2 thirds innings, which is not great.
0: Yeah, so he's probably getting lucky as shit, but that's okay. Yeah.
1: Uh his, it, FIP, his FIP is a 3.92. Oh, so
0: yeah, that ERA is coming yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> When you're looking at FIP as compared to ERA, you're looking mostly at the difference between the two. If they're relatively close, that means that it's probably pretty accurate. What's happening to the pitcher is what he earns, whereas if they're very disparate, it means that there's um, some kind of disconnect that will eventually uh, 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 kind of reset back to the average. So with Zach Davies, he has such a low ERA as compared to a higher but still very good FIP, but that almost full two... Discrepancy between the two means that he's likely to go up to meet his FIP. Uh, That's not going to come down. FIP is usually the more reliable one. So if he had like a 5 ERA as compared to like a 3 FIP, his ERA would be likely to come down to match his FIP eventually at 3. Any other stats you'd like to look at for for this first month?
1: Like last year, Blake Snell had an ERA of 1.89 and a FIP of just under 3. So it's over one full point difference between the two
0: and the last year the Rays had good defense I
1: was curious yeah they had great defense
0: any other stats you'd like to look at
1: Kiermaier's coming back
0: um no I'll ask him
1: yeah just shoot him a text
0: (laughs) yo baby when you come over to suck this dick tonight no no (laughs)
1: uh oh that was something right there that was a statement
0: (laughs) yeah what can I say Kiermaier loves giving head (laughs) <laughs> yikes <laughs> yikes jinkies my friend um any other stats you'd like to talk about before we wrap this up um
1: who is leading the league in walks
0: I uh, we talked about that already
1: we talked about whip we didn't really talk about walks oh you meant for
0: pitchers yeah, yeah 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 yeah, oh i was gonna say dude i just gave you shit for not saying it was mike trout yeah um which pitcher has led up the most walks on ball. Oh, it's a tie for between two players at twenty-three, but it won't tell me which two players. It's not. A, it's not a not a blue link. That's a shame. Uh, That's really but annoying. it's two people tied at twenty-three. Let's jump so, over to um,
1: Baseball Reference leaders and something full index. Walks, uh, walks, 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 walks. Oh my God, this is so hard to find. Yeah. Uh that's Whip.
0: So they're probably both in the American League because the National League leader that is Yu Darvish at 22. So it's going to be American League. It's a tie between Trevor Bauer and Brad Keller. Okay. Both of which have 23. Which makes sense for Bauer yeah, be because he Bauer also because leads, leads the league in, in innings pitched. Yeah. He has 47.7 innings. Although 23 walks in 47 innings is not very good. That's actually Uh, rather high. That's something to keep an eye on. That's that. That's how many Brad Keller sucks. So like him having 23. So Brad Keller having 23 walks is. Brad Keller having 23 walks isn't surprising because he's not a good pitcher. Uh, Trevor Bauer having 23 walks at this point in the season is pretty surprising because he is a strikeout guy and um, 23 walks would be a lot for him for a a longer stretch of time than this. I'm wondering if he's just not getting calls his way this season so far.
1: Uh, I've actually watched him a couple times. Um, He's basically just missing balls just just right out of the zone.
0: Uh, Um, That happens with strikeout artists.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, that'll go down. I mean, he's almost pitched 50 innings already, so it's not like it's a crazy high number where it's like one per inning or something wild. But, you know, it's still a lot, but it'll come down.
0: Yeah, um, his walks per nine is four point three, which is uh, above his his average. Uh, but he has fifty five strikeouts, which is really good. He's averaging so he's at a uh, he's at ten point four strikeouts per nine, which is above his average as well. So it's probably just a result of him pitching a lot and getting some relatively shitty calls. But with his um, with his two point four five ERA and his three point five four WHIP, he's doing fine. Like, yeah, he's he's good.
1: You want to guess who has the lowest walks per nine innings pitched? Lowest walks per nine?
0: Um mm-hmm. pff, that's a great question. Who's been killing it this season? Uh Justin Verlander. Uh Hingin
1: Roo of the
0: Dodgers. Oh, okay. Okay. Very he's cool. He's averaging
1: just about half a walk per inning or per nine innings pitched, which is crazy.
0: Good for him. So he's probably got like Two walks on the Two. season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, killed so. it.
1: Uh, I'm crushing the game right now. 2019 walk. <laughs> Two. We good. There's 35 innings pitched.
0: All right. Let's. I say yes. we we get okay. out of here because now we're just kind of rambling. Um, yeah, we're just going off. But you know, this is the joy of baseball. Um, we got another right. baseball episode for you on Thursday. Get ready, folks. It's gonna be a good one.
1: What is it, Josh?
0: I ain't fucking telling you. You're gonna have to find. You're gonna have to listen. Stay tuned. Don't touch that dial. Fuck. You <laughs> have to look it up. Don't change the station. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to follow the show on Twitter, you can do so at Juicing Pod. If you want to find us, um, fi- hit us up via Gmail. Fuck. You can do so at uh, juicingthenumbers at gmail and if you want to check out our website, you can do so at juicingthenumbers slash website, and uh, we'll hit you guys up on Thursday. Until then, y'all be good out there.
1: Bye.